Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to another episode of the Blue Crew, a New York Rangers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Johnny Lazarus, joined by my good friend, Cody Frankel. And there's a lot to go over this week because the first two weeks of the season were really positive and really negative. Last week, it was kind of a bad vibe to start, but then, mm-hmm. you know, obviously a really strong finish. We got a lot of Rangers stuff to talk about before we get into that. How was your weekend, Halloween weekend? I, I, I don't know if you are... Uh, big Halloween guy for me this weekend was kind of like pretty, pretty mellow. I didn't really buy into Halloween this year. I don't know why, not for any specific reason, but I'm going to shut up and mm. give it to you because I'm curious to your thoughts here. Yeah. What's up? Uh, <laughs> I love when you, I, you, you always do that. Like I tee you up for something and you just go like, what's up? <laughs> what's up? What's up? What's up? Uh, yeah, no, dude, I I've been like, you know, I've been kind of over the Halloween scene since I've been a married man. And uh-huh. also like, out of college and you know in college and i would say like maybe three four years after college like maybe until i was like 26 i was all about the <laughs> halloween game like you know what i mean okay. what why are you giggling uh, every year up until what like two years ago yeah yeah like i, I was like going year by year it's kind of, i don't know well no i mean i would say like i loved halloween in college obviously it was freaking awesome and then you know mm-hmm. post-college i liked it for a couple of years would go out whatever now i'm like kind of over it I mean, I think you'll I, love I, it again, I, though, when you have a kid. Sure, sure. I mean, listen, I had fun this weekend. I went to uh, my my buddy rented out the gem saloon. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, how was that? Um, yeah, it was great. Yeah, we they rented out the whole upstairs. It was like 40 of us and just had a Halloween party. It was pretty sweet. Um, There's an upstairs? I didn't even know that. Yeah, huge upstairs. It's the same size as like below. It's just uh, a I've only been there like twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was, it was a good time. I mean, it was open bar, like all that jazz, um, you know. I just, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm not all about Halloween these days, mm-hmm. but that being said, I do love watching some Halloween movies for sure. What are your favorites? I, I don't really like know any Halloween movies on I've never been a big Halloween movie guy. What are my favorites? That's a great question. Haunted mansion with Eddie Murphy is an absolute classic. Yeah. That's I honestly, that's probably like the only one. Yeah. I like, you know, relatively know. honestly, I, I take it back. I'm not a huge Halloween movie person. I love Halloween t- like TV shows about Halloween. Like I remember when I was like bef- in high school Jody. in height. No. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but um, no, I was going to say like Teen Wolf in like high school. I watched that mm-hmm. and it was like Halloween all year round. I like, I like shit like that. I don't know, like werewolves and vampire shows and stuff like that. It's just, but um, did you watch yeah. the first episode of white Lotus? I didn't. I didn't. It's on my to-do list. Um, mm-hmm. I told you I'm 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 watching the peripheral right now. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm watching. To to your delight. I've been busy with a whole bunch of stuff these past few weeks, but the peripheral is just once a week. So I'm gonna add another show to the repertoire and White Lotus is the first one up. Mm-hmm. Did you I tuned in for the first like 15 minutes and honestly it was it was like midnight already. I was pretty tired. Oh, and like, you just gave it up? Yeah. So we'll see. I'll, I'll probably mm-hmm. give it another chance, but you're weak. Um, I'm curious. To, yeah, I'm curious to hear what people thought about White Lotus, though, because I haven't seen like anyone talk about it online today. I read I something saying it was like great cast, but underwhelming, like first episode or something like that. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, basically like keep tuning in. It'll get better or something like that. OK, well, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll give another chance. Um, Other than that, <laughs> I mean, why are you giggling? I don't know. How many how many gummies did you take before this recording? Two and they're CBD. Okay. They're not weed. Happy gummies. Mm, that's that's what they all say. I also uh, needed it though. I had a long work day today. Was like a very Monday Monday. Yeah, if you know what I mean. Yeah, today like, was, was crazy for me as well. So slow, so busy. Mm-hmm. Like, I yeah, I was just exhausted honestly all day. But I'm always happy yeah. to see you. I'm in a good mood. I'm, I'm happy to see you too. Uh, also, 
I did catch. Let's get into some Rangers hockey now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did. I did catch this week's slate. I caught every single game except the mm-hmm. Islanders game. So I'm back on my grind, baby. And mm-hmm. oh, that's something we could talk about too. Actually, why you missed the Islanders game? Do you want? Why well, did I? Miss do you want to go on the Rangers stuff? You were at the Rob Schneider show. Oh yes, that's true. We should talk about um, that. Okay, yeah, we can we can get into that. So. I went to see Rob Schneider do stand up with Joey v- Vesey or VC, however you say it. No relation to Jimmy. Um, and <laughs> and Sh- Schneider was awesome. He was really, really funny. Guy's hilarious. Everybody was like wondering if Sandler was going to come through. Did you end up going to Adam Sandler? Yeah, I, I went to Adam Sandler. That's why I want to talk about this, but I, I'm, I'm going to go after you. Okay. Yeah. So, so Rob was hilarious. Like, laughing like belly laughing the entire show was great Mm -hmm. um afterwards we were walking out and actually met him which was which was pretty cool it was a great picture um yeah got a photo with him talked to him for about 10 minutes um my butt so so we went eight of us and my buddy one of my best friends from uh his best like his best school friend from high school does Mm -hmm. like writing and stuff and works with adam sandler's company so they were, oh, he was cool. like, Oh, do you know my buddy? Whatever. And Rob was like, Oh yeah, I know him. And they started going. And then we just started talking to him for like 10 minutes. He's a great guy. Really nice. Um, crazy small. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, five foot four, like super small. Um, but, uh, yeah, really, really nice guy. It was, it was a great show. Uh, I did miss the Islanders game. Obviously I came out of the show and I saw we lost three, nothing and I was pissed off for the rest of the night. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, how was Adam Sandler? It was terrible. And that's why I want really? to talk about it. Yeah, it was like really, no really bad. Way. And you know, like I'm a huge Adam Sandler fan. Like I, no I love, way, dude. love Adam Sandler. So I, I went to, I'll give a recap of the night. So I went to the Big Deal Brewing launch party first. Um, yeah. You know, with, with Spitting Chicklets, which was great. They gave us like free booze. We probably, probably like six beers, honestly, before I even went to the show. And I was so excited to see Sandler. Like I was drunk when I got to UBS. It was yeah. great. And Rob Schneider actually opened up and Rob was, he was good. He was great, but he Wait, was like Rob opened up. Rob yeah. showed up. Rob showed up for Sandler. No way. Yeah. He probably I mean, was, did a he was lot good. of the same, same stuff. Yeah. I'm no, sure. Rob was dude. He was really funny. I'm sure he was. Did he talk about, you know, did he talk about the Trump thing? Did he tell, talk about the Trump story or, or did I, only honestly, I, get I was that. so drunk? He might, he might, dude, it was know. amazing. <laughs> he was like, not, not to get into politics or anything, but yeah. he was like, one time, uh, you know, everybody thinks I'm a left wing fascist or something like that, like making mm-hmm. jokes. He's like, I don't give a shit about politics, but everybody thinks I do. And, you know, somehow somebody put me in, in contact with Donald Trump. And, you know, he asked me to open up a sh- like he was doing this private party and asked me to, you know, be like show up there. So I showed up and, you know, I started doing stand up and, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, it was at Donald Trump's private party and I, I made a joke at Donald Trump, like joking around. He's the host, you know, something like that. And he's like, Trump literally looked at me and goes, I hate you. And then stopped the whole party and, and like ended the party because he hated Schneider's joke. Uh-huh. And like Rob, Rob walked away and was like, to us, well, who cares? It's not, you know, I thought like it's not like the guy will ever be president or anything. And it was, it was, it was really good. <laughs> I hope it was better than the way you just told it. <laughs> All right, that's fine. I mean, good thing I'm not a comedian, even though I am. But you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I just love fucking with you. But yeah, uh, cool. Sandler was terrible. You look like an apple. So, thank you. This is another example of we we always make fun of Cody in our group chat for his shit chirps. So and we always make fun of Johnny <laughs> because he jumps in and says, you know, I hate to be that guy, but or you know. <laughs> I You're just proving you know, my point. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, are you drunk? No, I'm just in a good mood. But back to Adam Sandler. It was terrible, horrible show. Like Love Sandler wouldn't recommend going to see him to stand up. Give an example. Like, he he just like sang his like songs like he typically does, but none of the hits. Like he just like was making shit up. Like it wasn't just like didn't seem prepared. And he what like Did wasn't doing laugh? No, like not really. It was like kind of sad. Like really? the building was like pretty quiet. Yeah. No one booed. No, my mom was even like, this is like painful. Like, get me the fuck out of here. Damn. You put Karen yeah. through that. And it's fucked up. Yeah. Man. Well, no, my, my family invited me. They put me through it. Oh my God. <laughs> Why would they invite you? You're I don't such know. a buzzkill. I know. Uh, well, they missed me because I moved out. But mm. all right. Now that's over. We can go two into, whole weeks. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. We can go into Rangers Avs Tuesday night, last Tuesday. So you're listening to this a week later. But I was at the game. I was on a date, which I'm going to talk about in a minute. Um, I just thought after the first period, the Rangers played as good as they played all year. And I know you watched it. Do you want to talk about it first before I kind of go into it? Yeah, I mean, I thought they played like straight up contenders and that's the team Mm -hmm. we've been waiting to see the entire season. And, you know, it it, it hasn't been very long, but it took eight, nine games for us to see the Rangers truly play like the team we know they can be. I thought everybody was on point. Uh, As soon as we went to the shootout, I was like, this game's over. We're going to win this shit. Georgiev Mm -hmm. sucks at shootouts and, (laughs) Of course, he stands on his head. No, no kidding. But at the same time, to be completely fair, outside of the Panarin shot, every other shot was absolute crap, dude. Mm-hmm. Nobody had any moves. Mika's shot was terrible. He might have been hurt still or like days since since he got hurt at the end of the game. But, you know, his shot was terrible. Um, Kako's shot was terrible. Lafreniere's was like, okay, but nothing special. I don't understand why they didn't go to like Fox or or Kreider or, you know, Trocheck or someone like that, where they went with, uh, who'd they go who lost the shootout for us? It was, I think it was laugh. No, 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 no. Was it? I think so. No, I'm no, not going to, no. I don't know how we can check that, but I'm almost positive. It yeah. Was I mean, maybe I, I thought it took five, maybe it took four, but no, it was, I just it was four. Yeah. I mean, I would, I don't know, man. I would have, I would have went laugh, but I wouldn't have went Kako. Like I think Kako so went many- first. Yeah, I know. I'm saying I think mm-hmm. so many people on our team have a better shot than him that could have went. Like, I would have went Keandre over Kako. Yeah. But, well, Keandre I proved mean, himself last year in shootouts, I thought, as well. Sure, yeah. I mean, Trocek, Trocek can mm-hmm. shoot, you know? like, um, But, yeah, no. I mean, I, I just thought they played a really, really sound game. They they played really nice. Georgiev made some great saves. It was like a total, you know, goalie matchup between Chesty mm-hmm. and Georgiev. It was, it was great. Uh, what was your and- take? Well, I'm I'm also not one for like moral victories. Like, you know, mm. it's it's a it's a results based business. You know, you got to win, lose, whatever you want to call it. But the Rangers did outshoot Colorado, which I thought mm. was, you know, somewhat important. And yeah. the play of the game. I mean, Foxy out muscling Nate, getting that loose puck, and then you know finally putting away that goal from the backdoor pass from VZ. Like that was that was fucking right. awesome. Like that was electric in the building too. When Foxy knocked McKinnon on his ass, like everyone in the Garden went nuts. Like yeah. it was, it was really, uh, you know, just a, a significant moment, I think of this season, like just like kind of a growing moment for Foxy to, you know, knock a big, strong superstar on his ass. But uh-huh. also one of the things that pissed me off in that game was, I think it was Lafreniere. There was a high sticking penalty, which was clearly Devon on his own guy and they reviewed it, but it turns out you can't challenge yeah, that. Horrible, so why the fuck penalty. did they review it for three minutes? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, like, it was, yeah, that was a really bad call. It just it just made no sense though. Like, why are you reviewing it if you can't overturn it? Like, I I yeah. don't understand. Like, it was it was really just frustrating. Like in the building when they explained it, it's mm-hmm. a non-reviewable challenge. Or I I just made no sense to me. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and that's something totally. that has to be fixed. I think because if that's a playoff game, like that's that's a possible series changing call. You know. Yeah. No. You're you're know. not you're not wrong. And the the thing is, I I mean, a call like that doesn't happen often, which. I can't yeah. recall another time it's ever happened to the Rangers, but mm-hmm. it was definitely a very bad call and and bizarre that they wasted time to review it and then just called it a penalty anyways. Yeah. But also I want to give a shout out to Steve Gross. He's a loyal listener to our show. And he actually like sent me like a barcode to get like, you know, 20% off of drinks and food at the garden, like, uh, you know, in the store for, for the oh, date, which was really dude, nice. Send me that. Send me that. So, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll pass. Well, I know now everyone listening is going to fucking ask for that code. I'm sure. So no, 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 but, it's me. Send yeah. me that. Yeah, yeah. The loyal listeners, maybe we'll give it to them too. But shout out to Steve and uh, shout out to, uh, the people I saw at the game. Um, always fun seeing our listeners too, which was cool. And I actually, I'm not going to say her name, but I was walking around the garden in the concourse and I ran into, so you know, Brian Mullen, he was a former Ranger. Yeah. So he's always at the garden, but he was my old coach. He coached me my senior year of high school. Uh-huh. And it was so funny because like people were like lining up to take pictures with him for like some Ranger raffle. And I saw him and I just like gave him the biggest hug. And like, it was kind of like impressive to like, you know, t- to the, the girl that was with me. Cause like people were taking pictures of him and I just like hugged him and talked to him and dapped him up. So got to thank Molly also. Cause that was just a cool True. moment for me. Great date. Yeah. I was just going to say, it sucks though. She hasn't texted you since. So, you know, it's no, we've been, we've been talking, but yeah, great night, great game, great girl. 
And uh, let's go into the Ranger Islander game, which you said you wife? missed, but did you get? Yeah, wife for sure. Mm, sixth or seventh? Um, first. Okay. Okay. First. Proud of you. Yeah, yeah. Proud first. of you. Yeah, yeah. Big big yeah, moment. Yeah. Um, so Rangers Islanders, and do you want to talk about the Halak Igor situation first, or do you want to go into that after? Sure. Uh, Halak stinks so far. <laughs> um, <laughs> he really needs to show more as a goalie for this organization. Uh, the guy doesn't have a win yet. And Igor is 5-0-2 to date. So it's a clear, clear, you know, one-sided goalie tandem right now. And we definitely need to see more from this guy because, you know, they signed him for like a decent amount for a backup. I mean, he was $1.5 million. And like, that's a decent amount for a backup. And you expect to see results, especially against bad teams. I mean, letting in five goals against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Yeah, that was a lock, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. And, and, like, and not even like really good scoring chances. Like just Yeah, yeah. And it was and, and I remember seeing the analytics for that game afterwards and I was like, we were supposed to win that game. It was like three point five to three point two in Rangers favor, and we lost five to one. I mean, stuff yeah. like that you just can't let happen. Um, so this guy needs to figure it out. I think he was a good goalie last year for Boston, right? He was on Boston last year. Uh, that might have been two years ago. I don't know. Two what years ago, was. last year I think Boston. It, maybe it was last year. You can you can. I, check I that thought out. it was last year. Well, I know um, Boston had Swayman and Omark last year, which they still do. But right, a lot could have right. been there as well. I think you're a lot right. was there before Swayman. Um, I'll tell you right now. So yeah. it was. He was on the Vancouver last year. It was mm. two years ago, but yeah. Mm. But I mean, like same same shit, man. Like he's he's a good goalie, and the guy needs to figure it out. Uh, or they're gonna have to do something because if he Hold keeps piling, sure, yeah. I mean, if he keeps piling up the losses, I I can't imagine he's gonna be around much longer. Um, and I'm going tomorrow against the Flyers, mm. so I I know they're gonna play halak tomorrow when i go it's just a classic you know first time at the garden in the year let's play the backup cody's watching so well so here's the issue i have with that and I'm, I'm gonna go on a little bit of rant here because i just don't understand it and not only with galant but with most nhl coaches mm -hmm. why is the starter not playing every divisional matchup like why is halak playing and i know it's a back-to-back -back, but igor just played a back-to-back -back against dallas and arizona which are two yeah. games that really you know obviously every game matters but when you're playing the Islanders, when you're playing any team that you're competing with for a playoff spot in your division, why are you not playing your better goalie? Like, I know Igor had, what, what do you want to say, uh, 43 saves against the Avalanche the night before, and sure, that's yeah. a heavy workload. But Igor, 10 out of 10 times, should be playing against the Islanders. Like, I, I don't see the difference in that back-to-back -back <laughs> versus You know this why he doesn't play? You know why he doesn't play against the Islanders? He's one and six and one record he's against like the Islanders. one and seven yeah. against them, and they don't want to damper on him any further, I guess. But like, I, I don't know, man. I, but I you mean, know what I mean? Bullshit. Like those are the games that matter the most. Like Dude, why that are you not playing your too. Like losing what? to that team three to nothing. I mean, yeah. Islanders are okay. Great. Broken's a good goalie, but like that team's not that good. You should not be losing to that team three to nothing. You should be beating them like three to nothing. So, you know, on that note, the Rangers did play really well. They had a lot of early scoring chances. Kako had that great move in the first period. Um, who else had a oh, – there was one other scoring chance that said Adam Frank, who it was right now. It might have been Goche, honestly. Um, but they just couldn't bury those chances early. Like, had they scored in the first period, it's a different game. But Sorokin, you know, feeling himself on his game, keeps it at a 0-0 game, and the Islanders find a way to score. And, yeah. you know – the, the goal that happened, the first goal, Pajot's goal in the second period to go up one nothing. Like the Rangers have been very lazy in the defensive zone, especially that Panarin line of Trocheck and Lafreniere. Yeah. Like I hate to rip on those guys because they provide a lot of offense, but they, they provide know, all the offense. They are, but they are cheating in the D zone. Like that mm -hmm. play, Panarin, Lafreniere, and Trocheck like just skated out of the zone before the puck even left. And Lafreniere is supposed to be a great guy. defensive forward, and so is Trocheck. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like they need to play better. D I mean Trocheck is literally known for being a very, very good defensive forward. And mm -hmm. I, I agree. I think you're absolutely right. And I think, I mean, we can get into this a little bit more later, but like, I mean, the D defense, whether it's from our defense. Just do it now. Yeah, do it now. Go ahead. Sure. The, the defense on the Rangers has been quite abysmal to date. Um, you know, whether it's our actual defensive pairs playing defense or if it's our offense just getting lazy in the zone and like, 
I, I mean, even last night watching the game with that lingering, like missed clear, and then they scored. I mean, that's that. not really his fault. That's not really his sure. Fault. That's just sure a shitty bounce. I mean, I guess, but like, why are you fall, like, why are you slipping and sliding all over the place? Just clear the puck and get up. Like he tried, he tried to clear it. It just, it just not hard enough, dude. Thing. He's got weak ankles. Yeah, yeah um, bear down. Yeah, so I don't know. I just think they need to play more sound of a you know a defensive game and tighten up. And we said this last week as well. I mean, they they can't be letting in low danger goals, and the reason they're letting in low danger goals is not because I mean, yes, it's because you know the goalie made a bad move like Igor or Halak or whatever. But a lot of it is because they're just letting the, the other team's forwards like get near the crease and, or get to a side where they could just like rip a light shot off. And somehow it's getting in. Like they gotta start taking the puck away, like for checking more and poke checking and, and just really playing tighter all around. And it's, it's getting, it's been frustrating to watch so far, you know, and one guy I want to highlight because I mean, this is a question I have, and and, and you can answer this. Like, is, mm. is Schneider bad? Because he has not played good in, in the first 10 games of the season. He's actually played really bad. He's, like, minus, like, five on the year or something like that. And I, I feel like every time they score, he's on the ice. And he's just he just looks a little bit lost out there. And I don't know if it's and, – and you can argue, like, oh, it's his pairing, whatever. I think Zach Jones is playing just fine. I think he's playing really well. He scored the other night. I thought he played another good game yesterday. And I just think that, like, we don't owe it. I guess what I'm trying to say is we don't owe Braden Schneider anything yet. I mean, he, you know, he, he made the team last year great, like, got, got the call up and so on. And, like, you know, he made the team this year great. But, like, if he's playing bad, and I'm not referring to Libor Hayek over here, so we all know. I don't ever want to see mm-hmm. that guy. But if he's playing bad, we need to get some new blood in there on, on that third defensive pair or trade for a guy or something because – he is like weighing the team down right now. It's incredibly noticeable watching him play as opposed to the other five defensive players on the ice. Well, the Rangers did sign Ben Harper last week on a one-year contract. Who's like to a AHL. Veteran. Yeah. Was it AHL? Yeah, he got signed. Yeah, he got immediately assigned to the AHL. Well, I think he's a guy, though, that you know could potentially be here for that purpose, right? Horrible you know? defense player. He's a horrible defense player. Like, ne- like well, Nemeth bad. Yeah. Um, but to your point, like... I think it's been the entire team as a whole. Like there's just, I, we talked about it last night when we were texting during the game, just a lot of unforced errors. And I actually, while you were talking, I just looked it up. According to money puck right now, the Rangers have the ninth most giveaways in the NHL. They've given away the yes. puck 89 times. Like it's, it's a lot of just careless mistakes. Like mm-hmm. a lot of the goals against to your point have come off just sloppy turnovers. And there is one that stands out. Um, and I, and I don't mean to like harp on Jonesy at all. Cause Jonesy has looked really good, but, it was the Columbus game, the first goal for the Blue Jackets. Zach Jones like just threw a pass, you know, across the slot area from the blue line and got picked off. They come down on a three mm-hmm. on one or three on two rather, because Jones is back checking and they scored that backdoor goal, Zach Rowenski. Like it, right. it's just little mistakes like that, those unforced errors that, that can cost you. And those are the really frustrating mistakes, right? Because those are just so preventable. And yeah. even, even a guy like Keandre, like last night, I noticed he turned the puck over a lot. Like he did. It, it's just he a did. lot of unforced errors, which is like so frustrating yeah. for a team that has so much skill and totally like last totally. night too, a team that unforced errors killed last night and Mitch Marner, especially the Maple Leafs lost four to three last night to Anaheim and Marner must've turned over the puck twice that, that cost uh, Toronto goals. Like those unforced errors really come back to fucking bite you in the ass. Yeah, a- absolutely. And you know, I-, I don't mean to harp on Schneider per se, but to me, he's the one guy who I just think has been playing really bad. <laughs> like, I've seen from the other five guys, yeah, you've seen some bad turnovers, you've seen things like that, but you've also seen the positive and what they can do and stuff. Schneider's just not doing it for me right now. I think every time he's on the ice, he looks a little lost, like just making bad passes, not playing tight D in the zone. Not pu- he, He's supposed to be a bully, and he's like not pushing guys around much and, and things of that nature. And, you know, why, why is – are they ever going to give Matthew Robertson a look? Is this kid ever going to get a chance in the NHL? Like I, I feel like if Schneider is not playing – to his ability over the next like 20 games. And sorry if you hear music outside, I don't know what the hell no, he's doing that. in the street. Um, but back to my rant, I mean, if Schneider's not playing up to his ability in the next, you know, 10, 15 games, I think that's long enough of a sample size. Like they don't have to keep this kid up. They could send him down and call up Robertson, call up a vet, do something. But 
you know, I, I think it's kind of weighing the team down a little bit, knowing when this this guy's on a third pair and and he's just not performing to his ability. So, um, you know, I'm pulling for him. I just think the kid needs to figure it out. I think a part of it too is just having a different D partner like every game. Mm-hmm. You know, they're kind of switching off between him and sure. Hi- or sure. Jones and Hayek, sure. you know. So I think yeah. getting comfortable is also important. But yeah. before we go into the Stars and Coyotes game, we do have an ad read that I want to talk about really quick. Bet online. Basketball is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% off welcome bonus, which is now actually 100% off with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. So let's go into the Dallas game, which was, in my mind, the most fun game this season. Can I just say something before you go into it? I don't ever want you to tweet something again. Because every right. single, like, don't tweet something where it's like, oh, man, this is Because whenever you do that, literally the opposite happens every single time. You're, oh, it's a tale as old as time. And then all of a sudden, Gautier <laughs> has, like, a three-point night. Um, well, that's a good thing, two-point night. Sure. But, but you know, sometimes you do the little, uh, the opposite, and then we get the opposite effect. So, I think you should Why, just do you stop. have an example? Yeah, let me go, you know, let me go on. <laughs> I did tweet like this game is really fun, and then I think the stars like took the lead and stuff. Is that, is that yeah? I just feel like you do that a lot. I'm kidding. I I know Twitter's your baby, and you know I. Well, know. I think that was wasn't there another really bad turnover in the stars game where Robertson scored that goal? Oh yeah, yeah. That was, was that? uh. That was. Why do I feel like that was off a of Panarin pass? Because Panarin no, made a really bad. Robertson pass in that like game. stripped one of the defensemen. I think I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look for it right now. But yeah, the Stars game I thought was really fun, and and you know we didn't really get to see the full Ottinger versus Shesterkin matchup. Ottinger got hurt, I think, in the first period, um, and I saw that he has a lower body lower body injury right now that they're kind of, yeah. I guess, going over how serious it is. Um, but yeah, really fun game. Great to see Zach Jones get his first NHL goal. Julian Gauthier, great individual effort, beautiful goal, and and he's looked really good. If if he can finish. Those plays around the net, like he's a really dangerous player. I mean, I, he's very big, very strong, very fast, good shot. Like he has all the tools. He just has to put it together. Like, yeah, and he's Robertson actually becoming one of my Truba. favorite players to watch. Truba, who's a true Truba. Yeah, yeah. Like just another, you know. I guess that's like a forced error, but yeah, you know, just sloppy in the defensive zone. Um, but yeah, you know, I think getting the first goal for Jonesy was just big for his confidence. Like sometimes. You know, it's totally. just big for you to feel comfortable. And, you know, he gets, yeah. he gets the Broadway hat, and that's good, too. So, great overall game against Dallas. Eeyore played really good again. Um, you know, the power play was clicking for the first time in a while, so that was good to see. But, uh-huh. yeah, I, I had a lot of fun watching that game. Yeah, I mean, it was a really good one. I just think, um, obviously, it's it was great we won, don't get me wrong, but it, it kind of sucks that we didn't get to see Ottinger because – you know, he's having such a good year and I want to see us beat the best teams and the best of the best, because that's the only way we're going to be able to do it in, in may. Um, you know, when it really matters, but that being said, a win's a win. I loved it. Uh, and I think you covered everything. And then just to go into the Yotes game, um, first of all, mullet's pretty cool. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a pretty cool arena probably to go to, but like Mm -hmm. it, it does look so pathetic. I mean, like watching, so? oh my gosh, dude, watching that game on online, like, you know, on MSG, I, I just thought it's like, I mean, it looks like a little, like, you know, my, my college arena and it's just, yeah. I, I don't, I mean, it's tough. It's tough. Like it, it's, you know, it's gotta be tough for the, for the Yotes to like players to actually um, play there. And I, I feel like the Rangers had more fans than the Yotes did. And they were yeah, starting yeah. let's go Rangers chance and stuff like that. So it's gotta be tough for them. I'm sure a lot of people this year are making like road trips there, like mm-hmm. away teams. So I'm sure they're kind of against it pretty much every night. Um, but that being said, like to get into the actual game again, another perfect example of like a random goalie dropped off waivers like six times and, you know, four different teams, five different teams in like seven years, just standing on his head against us. 
Um, you know, I, I, I just think we need to play better against these type of teams. I, I didn't think we played bad. Uh, you know, he made some nice saves, things like that. We obviously got the win at the end of the day, but in my opinion, Artemi Panarin put this team on his back yeah. on his mm. absolute back. He did everything. Uh, he scored the game winner or, or the second goal to tie it up. Yeah. Nine uh, goal. yeah and, and he had, I, I think he had an assist. That. Yeah, and he had an assist on the game winner or something like that. And I know he had the first goal assist. So he just he just put the team on his back. He was all over the ice. He was making beautiful plays left and right. And I just thought the rest of the team looked mediocre. And you know they should have beat this team. I mean, five to two, six to two, not Mm -hmm. three to two, and especially not against this guy. I mean, if it wasn't for Shesterkin as well, we gave them we let them linger around way too long. And Shesterkin played a really good game, but I mean to be the type of team we want the Rangers to be, we're going to need to play better against bad teams and we're going to need to play better against good teams. And so far I feel like they're playing pretty good against good teams, but they're losing or winning really tight games against teams that they should absolutely destroy. Yeah. And that's, I think that's a part of this, you know, younger, and it's not a younger team. I don't want to say younger team, but the younger Uh guys have those bigger roles. So it's just, it's it's also you got to think about it too. It's it's sometimes just very hard to really get up for eighty two games. Like eighty two games is is a lot. Like yeah. it is hard to you know have the same emotion when you play the Colorado Avalanche to then have that same mm-hmm. emotion when you play against the Arizona Coyotes. Like it's just a different vibe. But you know, back to Mold Arena a little bit. Um, shout out to Molly Walker. I thought her article in the Post today was amazing. Like yeah. she got great quotes from the guys. And you know, as, as someone who played in college, like I you know I obviously never played in the NHL, but college ranks are awesome. Like. I was watching that game and, and I heard those let's go Rangers chants and I was like, these players are fucking loving it. Like it's, it's nothing. There's no experience quite like that. And yeah. I think it is, I think it is awesome for the road teams, but to your point, being on the coyotes probably does suck playing there, especially with the locker room situation and stuff going on right now. But like, I got to imagine every road team is very excited to go there because it is sure. a very yeah. unique, intimate experience, you know, like totally. Um, I heard from a lot of people that went last night, that it was like 60, 40 Ranger fans as opposed to Coyotes fans. Like, you know, it just felt like a really cool, intimate place to watch a game. So mm-hmm. um, I'm going to try to make that trip next year, hopefully, if it's on a weekend as well. That'd be really cool. Um, yeah, that would be cool. And I think uh, before we go into listener questions, I mean, the, the last thing I'll say is the Rangers have a couple home games this week, and, and mm-hmm. I think we need to see more from them all together. It can't just be – I mean, it's the same thing as last year, man. It's it's Panarin, Mika. Um, you just sub in Trocheck for Strom, and I think Trocheck's a significant upgrade. I mean, he has nine points in ten games, um, and then you know Kreider. And it's like L- Laugh is doing a little bit here and there for sure, and and Kako as well. But like, you need to see more from the rest of the team. Um, and sorry, I omitted Foxy, but of course Foxy's well. Uh, Mm -hmm. You just need to see more from the rest of the team. And you have these really, really good teams and they're having, you know, third, fourth liners have like 20, 30, 40 points. And I think we need to see that from some of our guys. Like Evan Rodriguez is a perfect example of someone like that. And I I just think some of these uh, third liners on our team, like Sammy Blay, I I mean, guy hasn't done shit yet. (laughs) I mean, he has not played well. Yeah, sure. But he has not played well one bit. And, he doesn't have a goal yet as a New York Ranger. So yeah. I think it's time for him to start scoring as well. But um, that's well, it. Well, Evan Rodriguez, dude, his fucking shootout goal on Igor was nasty. Disgusting. Disgu- and you were like, you were like, I remember when you were like, eh, Evan Rodriguez isn't that good. Dude, he's sick. He's, I still don't think he's as good as everyone thinks he is. <laughs> well, let's see. Let's um, see his point. Good. Oh, let's see his points. Meanwhile, my devil's take is looking pretty good. The devils are a fucking wagon. Hmm. The Devils are like it's easy, honestly. It's easy I'm, to I'm say not a, that nine games out of eighty-two into a season. I'm not a huge stats guy, and Evan Rodriguez has four goals, zero assists this year in nine games. He's not like yeah, unreal. he's a beast, dude. That's pretty good. Um, but back to the Devils, like I, I'm not a huge stats guy, but the Devils have like mm-hmm. the best underlying numbers like in the NHL. Like they're averaging over fifty shots a game, like high da- high danger scoring chances. Like they dude, are, they're a young talented team. I mean, they're yeah, a young talented they're team, and they've always been for the past couple of years and they've been like a goalie away. They needed a good goalie. Do they have one now? We don't know, but mm-hmm. we, we will find out. And again, I'm not hopping on any wagon because I'm a Rangers fan. Yeah. Putts, but also <laughs> um, it's a long season, man. It's a long season. Yeah. It's it, there. They played nine games out of 82. I mean, they could easily go on a five game losing streak and then your take looks terrible. So let's put that on the burners for another 50 games and then we'll talk. 
Also, if you're a sports better and you're listening to this game, my bet for tonight, I don't have the odds yet, but I'm taking underdog? Vancouver at home. No, no, I'm taking Vancouver at home against mm. the Devils, but we can go into underdog too in a bit. I think the Devils will be heavily heavy favorites over Vancouver tonight on the road. Yeah. Uh, simply because Vancouver hasn't had a great start either, but the Devils have looked good and, and Vegas is kind of catching on to it. So I think okay. Vancouver could be in a good spot tonight to be a home dog. So I'm, I'm definitely going to bet Vancouver. Dogs. Okay. Um, okay. But um, let's do you want to go into, into some fan stuff? Fan questions. Yeah. But first I actually did want to yeah. give a shout out to uh, Kaylee Skichitano. Sorry if I said your name wrong, but uh, you know, she hit us up. Um, she's a fan of the show and, uh, used to listen to it with her dad. Her dad passed away. So we just wanted to let you know, we're thinking of you and, uh, you know, keep listening. We, we love you guys. And, um, yeah, just, just sending you our condolences and, you know, our love. Yeah. It was a really nice message that we got from Kaylee and, um, it was really cool too. She sent us a picture, um, at her father's funeral of a Ranger logo and, and flowers and stuff. And, um, it, it's, it's just it's cool to see how much the Rangers just mean to a lot of people and how we are all connected, like through this hockey team, you know, it's kind of wild. Like we've never met Kaylee in person and, you mm -hmm. know, just to tell us that she listens to us with her dad in the hospital and, um, you know, us answering her question, like, you know, makes them feel any kind of happiness. Like yeah. it kind of just, you know, it, it hits home a little bit and, you know, we just want totally. to talk about Kaylee and, and send our regards to, to Kaylee and her family. Um, you know, we're thinking of you and if any of you listening know Kaylee or, you know, anything like that, we're uh, with you as well. So um, we hope to hear from you again soon, Kaylee, because we love your questions and, and you're awesome. So, um, you know. All right, let's send it to some fan questions. <clears throat> yeah, we'll go into the first one we got from Michael Orant. Okay, okay. And we just kind of talked about this, but what do the boys need to do to improve their sloppy defensive play? Will we see Jones and Truba again? That's a great question. Uh, I think we could potentially see Jones and Truba. I think... Keandre is a little bit of a better skater and more defensively sound than Truba is. Uh, so I think that's not off the table. Um, like I said earlier, you know, Schneider really needs to pick it up. And I feel like if they don't see something hit from him soon in the next, I don't know, 10, 15 games, we definitely could see some, some things swapping up. Uh, that being said, like in terms of de defensive pairs right now, I, I mean, it, it could switch up in as little as like five games if, if this third pair is not picking it up. So I, I'm definitely for it. Obviously, you're not going to break up Foxy and Lingren, but mm -hmm. I would definitely say the other two pairs are like completely fair game. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that, honestly. And, you know, we saw Jones and Truba Thank playing you. together a little bit in that Dallas game. I think Jonesy scored his first goal with Truba uh, actually on the ice, um, yeah. which is cool. And, and maybe that's the thing, too, like, if Jonesy were to play with Truba, you know, Truba has been such a good influence on Keandre that maybe, you know, if him mm -hmm. playing with Jones can just help his confidence and teach him a little bit, like that could be a mutually beneficial thing as well. So I, I know Truba and, and Miller are known for their off ice bond and on ice bond. So maybe it's not the best thing for like chemistry wise, but if it's going to help balance out the D pairs, like I'm all for it. Why not? Yeah. 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 Um, cool. We got one from Sammy Hockey 36, who's another loyal question asker. Do you think Julian Gauthier gets sent down or stays up after strong games this weekend? Yeah. Um, I think he's going to get sent down. <laughs> um, do. Yeah. Do. I think as soon as, yeah, as soon as Kravtsov and Heedle uh, are back, Kravtsov's out, right? He, he was out. He missed the yeah, games. Yeah. Out. He missed the weekend yeah. trip. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I think as, as soon as those two guys are back, I mean, he's going to get sent down. Who are, who are you keeping him around for realistically? I I'd keep him over. And I hate to say this, but like, what, I, I'd throw, yeah, I'd, I'd throw him in every now and then with, with, you don't need Reeves every night. You don't like, I, I love Reeves almost as much as anyone, but okay. I don't think you like, I don't think you need him in every game, especially when you're playing those bigger, faster teams. Like I'd rather have Gauthier in there against Colorado than, than Reeves. Sure. Sure. I mean, listen, like you just can't keep up. Yeah. I mean, we've said for a long time, Gautier is a speed guy. Mm -hmm. uh, everybody hoped he would be a Haglin type player who can just, or Grabner type player who could just bury those goals. And, and that's what you utilize him for. And he just hasn't figured it out how to finish. Um, if he does, I mean, if, if goal this goal, sure. And if this goal could be a, a little boost to him to, to get the guy going, like, yeah, but I think if what I want to do and what will happen, I think realistically he's going to get sent down 
Uh, GG is a huge Revo guy. Revo means a lot for the team. I can't imagine Revo's going anywhere, especially with his cap hit. And then on top of that, I mean, you know, I, I could they could they send VC down for for Gautier? Sure, but I think VC's kind of doing a little like he's he's doing fine. I mean, I think yeah. he's doing fine for his job. And um, yeah, I mean, that's really all I have to say on that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, me too. I don't really have any any further thoughts, but. I'm all for Gauthier, man. I, I like yeah. his game. I think if he finds a way to just score, he's a threat. So a tale as old as time. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Next one we got a new a new one. Mikey underscore B underscore eight zero seven. Thoughts on Halak as a component? I think he meant competent, but component backup probably competent backup. You don't know what a component backup is? No, I actually don't. Is that a real is that a saying? Are you kidding? No, I'm it's not. When, it's when you have one component and another component and you put them together and you become Optimus Prime. Um, no, I have bio? no idea. What, that no, it, was, it was, it was a joke. Um, I have no idea what a component. You could have easily is. just made shit up and I could have, I know, I know I could have went on for like yeah. 10 minutes. Um, yeah, no, I think he meant competent for sure, okay. but I don't know if he did mean competent. Maybe like, I, I don't know. Tell us, Mikey, just, write, write us whatever you meant. We will, yeah, write us and, and we'll get back to this one. But if, if it is in terms <laughs> of competent, I mean, we, we touch base on it. Um, you know, we need to see more from the guy. I hope he figures it out because it's nice to give Igor a breather once in a while. And, you know, when he's stopping 50 shots a night, it's, it's kind of tough. So let's hope he figures it out. But yeah, Halak has a negative 3.1 goal saved above expected. So yeah, not it's ideal. Not very not good. Ideal. Um, I don't really have much to say. Like, listen, Georgiev wasn't much better last year. So, mm. you know, I mean, we haven't seen a really one, two strong tandem since the Talbot Lundqvist days. So, yep. you know, um, yeah, we'll see. I think with time he'll get better. So I'm not too worried, but let's go to the next one from Jamie Tatis, another new newbie opinions on Kravtsov not being able to stay healthy even though it's still pretty early and I know Cody's going to rant about this. The guy is made of fucking glass, <laughs> okay? I, I think it's I think it's pathetic. I think he's so bad at not finding ways to not get injured. It's insane. <laughs> like when you're when you're skating full speed against another skater and you decide to try and weasel in and cut in towards the boards head first, what do you think is going to happen? Obviously the other skater is going to go body up. The other skater is going to go body up to block you out when you're trying to cut over him and you're going to go face first into the boards. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's getting a little ridiculous. This is like his third injury in nine games, 10 games. And I mean, like we saw this with Heedle a couple of years ago and a lot of people were getting frustrated with his whole thing. And I would argue that stuff set him back until a, a while that stuff set him back a long time until he can like get it going because then you know by the time Krabby figures his stuff out somebody might take his spot and he hasn't done anything yet for anyone to be like oh my god this guy's unbelievable he totally deserves a top nine spot I mean I could I could see GG being like this dude hasn't done anything and you know obviously when he comes back I know he's only played like three or four games but when he comes back and if he doesn't do anything for a couple more games, I could totally see him being on the fourth line or something like that. Like Gallant doesn't know anything to him. And you know, this team doesn't know anything to him. I, I hope, I hope this guy turns out to be the player we all want him to be, especially after that whole stink in, you know, the whole Russia thing. Uh, what's it the, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The whole, when he went back to Russia and, you know, played for tractor and things like that. But I, I just hope, man, I, I really do hope this kid figures it out. I want him to. I've been such a big fan of his for a long time, but you need to you need to be smarter about like, you know, these injuries aren't like fluke injuries that are just happening. I mean, some of it you're doing to yourself, like the boards thing. And and I think the first injury as well, he did to himself. Like you just got to be smarter. You got to condition more, do some yoga or something like, come on. <laughs> I'm going to read off two guys that were in my mentions on Twitter when I posted the clip of the hit. Because I, I think it's pretty funny, and it's kind of spot on. So Chris de Blasio mm-hmm. was the first guy to reply. He goes, every game, this kid needs to put on some weight and learn the pace grind of this league. That'll take time. And then this guy replied to him, uh, Christian Locker, he can't win with you people. He doesn't go for that puck. He's too soft. He gets yeah. hurt putting in effort. He's too soft. Make up your mind. And I kind of agree with that. Like, if he doesn't yeah. go for that puck, everyone's going to say he's too soft. But he went for it. He got hurt. And and he's not too soft now. But, he, you know, mm-hmm. I, obviously, he can't avoid these injuries. So, um, it's a good sign to me that he's not playing scared. Like I'd rather him 
show that and show some heart than be out there and just play like a fucking, you know, just be soft. So yeah, I think I think he'll learn what situations to put himself in and situations to not put himself in. So, um, you know, that's like you said about Hedel, like with time, he'll figure that out. But yeah, it's been tough for him, man. Like mm-hmm. he's, it's 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 like I, I feel really bad because you just kind of feel like every game is you get hurt. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, listen, and that it, hit was tough. That was a hard. I hit. know, I know. I mean, it's so early. We'll we'll see what happens with him. But yeah, all right. Next, mm-hmm. he's he's gonna get me riled up. <laughs> yeah, uh, Nicholas Branca is the slow. I'm supposed to say start. That's a typo on my part. Is the slow start due to a new goal this year? Not to get to the playoffs. It's to make a deep run, kind of like the Bolts the last two years. Just get in and turn it on. I don't. I don't think so necessarily. I think. Uh, you know, I saw a, a couple stats the other day, and this team is like second, uh, like fourth in the league in like shots expected or, or goals expected. Um, but I'll check the right quality of low danger shots, I, I think they re- we rank first, and that's not good. You don't want to rank first in low danger shots. And I think last year we were like 27th, which is great because that means although we didn't have a lot of low danger shots, we took quality shots and didn't shoot that much. We're ranked first in low danger chances right now, low danger shots, and that is just not good. Um, we're taking too many bad shots. We're we're not setting things up as properly as we should. Uh, am I worried? No. I mean, I think they're going to figure it out. I just think they need to take more quality over quantity, and right now they're taking quantity over quality, which they didn't do last year. Um, so that's why you're seeing them, you know, outscore. Uh, sorry, outshoot opponents 37 to 25 or 40 to 27 because they're taking all these low danger shots. They don't mean anything. Um, you know, it's the mid and high danger shots that actually become goals. So I think they just need to take more quality shots is what it comes down and, to. And to that point, I just looked it up to what you said. The Rangers goals for above expected, which is goals that they should have scored and didn't. Uh-huh. Is a negative five point five four right now, which is twenty eighth in the league. So they're yeah. not finishing the chances that they should be scoring. And you know, a lot of that has been those net front plays where you just can't find mm-hmm. a way to bear down and, and just literally play heavy. Like they've been playing a little too cute. I think it's it, in some yeah. points, right? Like you know, I, I think that's a big part of it too, which we haven't really touched on, which we talked about last week. You know, they're guilty of playing down to their opponent a little bit and and you know not taking the Coyotes as seriously as they took Colorado Avalanche. And right. you know, they're willing to look for a prettier play than you know, that ugly goal that they need. So, you know, these things happen too, and, and they're, they're learning, they're learning curves. So, yeah. you know, it's growing pains and, and they're going to learn throughout the year. And, you know, you just made a really good point. Like, I don't think the slow starts really compared to Tampa because Tampa's slow starts were, you know, they, they won two Stanley cups. They were pretty tired. They had to get healthy. Like they had quick totally. summers and the Rangers had a quick summer this year, but it's not like they're purposely just not trying. And then they're going to turn mm-hmm. it on in the playoffs. Like they got to fucking get to the playoffs first. So, yeah, I I don't think it's anything to do with Tampa. Like they're just going to turn it on. I think it's just, you know, respecting your opponent and, and just learning to bear down. Um, You know, it's hard to get that emotion every night. So we'll go into the next one. And this is a really funny one. Uh, You've been Bex, another new writer, which New York Ranger would you like to party with for Halloween and what costumes? I mean, there were some great costumes at the Halloween party. Aaron's my guy. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, he's my favorite player in the league. I would love to party with him. I, I would honestly even be like a loaf of bread and, and just let him take me around wherever he wants all day. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, he, he'd be cool. New York Rangers go so hard for Halloween and it rules every year. Yeah. The Bruins too. The Bruins are really good. Also, mm-hmm. Charlie McAvoy was an awesome Hagrid. That was really funny. Um, I think I would pick. From the costumes I saw, like I would have loved to have been uh, dodgeball with those guys. Like I thought Mika crushed the the patches of Hulahan. Um, uh-huh. That was really yeah. funny. That was good content. And that's cool. Uh, I would say, I mean, for me, like it's the same as always. Cody's Panera, and I'm Laffy. Like I'd love to just hang out with Laffy and do Halloween with him. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Cool. And I wanted to be. Uh, I wanted to be. I didn't like buy into a costume this year. I didn't really go out for Halloween this year. I wanted to be Bobby Boucher's dad and have a Bobby. Like I love the it's me oh daddy Roberto. it's like my favorite line in, in, in movies um but yeah i don't really have much else about that and here okay so cody you're gonna love this one spencer underscore chat if you had to pick one jones or schneider jones i think zach jones uh has has shown more in his sample size they they're about the same uh is he smaller sure but i think he's just also an overall better hockey player 
Um, at the same time, these kids are both very, very young. Schneider can get significantly better than Jones. Um, Jones can get significantly better than Schneider. But if you're asking me that question right now, I would, I would go Jones. I think they both bring different things. Like Schneider, mm-hmm. you know, in a playoff game, you might want Schneider in over Jones just because he's more physical and um, has that like yep. PK ability as well. But then Zach Jones also has that offensive upside that Schneider might not really have. Like Jones can drive the play. He can walk the blue line. His vision is outstanding. He just has a great sense for the game. Whereas uh-huh. Schneider, you know, it's not as much natural ability as it is just, sure, you know, out muscling and, and physical presence. Um, so like in that sense, I, I just think Jones has more potential, but, um, you know, I, I like them both. And like you said, they're both really young and they both have a lot of upside. So, um, yeah. you know, they'll, they'll both grow into their game a little bit as time goes on here. Um, Spencer also had another one and we kind of just talked about this as well. What do you think causes Kreider's streaky scoring just puck luck or something else? Yeah, I, I mean, sure, yeah. I think a lot of it is when you see the puck go in, you feel more confident. Like last year when Kreider was scoring at that rapid pace, like he went into every game thinking he's going to score. And then when mm-hmm. you don't score as much, you kind of go in thinking about it a little bit more. Like, you know, right now Kreider only has three goals, four assists in the year, which isn't bad. But, you know, last year, whenever I think Kreider got the puck on his stick, he wasn't like thinking about where he was going to shoot it. He was fucking ripping it. I think now right. when he's not scoring as much, you put a little thought into where your shot is. You try to place it a little bit more. You're not as confident in your shot. And we've seen him at the net front have all these backdoor chances, but hasn't been able to finish. My dad actually, my dad texted me on Wednesday during the Ranger Islander game. Didn't text me like for three days. Text me that night. <laughs> Kreider sucks. <laughs> That's um, great. That's like my father-in-law. Was, I just get texts, only only negative texts. Doesn't uh-huh. text me for a week. And then, wow, Panarin really isn't what he used to be. <laughs> Shut up! But then, but then uh, again, Kreider also makes that great backdoor pass last night to Mika on the back door for the power play game-winning goal. Like he's not—he's not playing bad by any means. He's just not yeah. scoring like we saw last year. So yeah, I, I think the streaky is just in your head. Like if Kreider scores two goals in the next four games, or you know three goals in five, like he'll just start to get hot. He'll feel it, and he'll yeah. think less. So that's that's yeah. my opinion on that. Cool. Let's go into uh, the games next week. Mm-hmm. You want to go into the games so, next week? Well, this week, actually, to, I lied. Yeah. Um, so the Rangers are home all three games this week. They're home against Philly, Philly Boston, on Tuesday, Detroit. Cody yeah. will be there. They're home yep, against say hi. the Bruins. Section 217. Say hi to Cody. They're with the Bruins, are home against the Bruins, wearing their reverse retros for the first time, which we should talk about as well, <sighs> on Thursday night. And then they're home Sunday at 5 against the Detroit Red Wings. So three pretty good opponents. Um, yep. Only one divisional game, but... Some tough mm-hmm. games this week, and and last week was a good one, and we thought it could be bad. So, another week to follow that up, especially at home ice. Um, do you want to predict each game? Because I think last week I said two, you two said and two and out. two, and, and I said, said three, three one, one, and they were two and two, but we were both wrong. Yeah, yeah. I said they no. would lose to the Avs, beat the Isles, lose to the lose Stars, to the Stars, beat the Coyotes. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. This week, I think. If Halak starts tomorrow, I don't feel as good about our chances, but at the same time, it's Philly. So I'm going to say tomorrow's going to be a tight one since it's division. I'm going to go three to two Rangers um, mm-hmm. against Carter Hart's been playing really well, too. Yeah. Yeah. Against Boston, they've been playing very, very well. Hopefully, the reverse retros give us, you know, some form of motivation. Um, I'm going to say it's going to be five to three Bruins. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And then against Detroit, I'm going to go with the Rangers again. And I'm going to say it's going to be four to two Rangers. Okay. So you have two, two one and one. Now. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go home game against Philly. I'm going to say four to one Rangers. Okay. I love it. Thursday against Boston, I'm feeling like a 2-2 overtime game. Maybe Boston wins it in overtime. I'll go 3-2 th- Boston. I can see and that. Then, you know, I, I changed my mind. 4-3. Four 4-3 to three. Four to three Boston in OT. 4-3 Boston. And oh, you're yeah. going OT too? Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I was thinking about OT, and then I was like, nah. Well, the thing with Boston, and, and like you said 5-3, I don't really think much of it. Boston's the highest scoring team in the league right now. So, like, yeah. that game will be very offensive. Um, yeah. And the Rangers are going to have to keep up. So, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll say – when I say 3-2 Boston? Yeah. Um, 
and then, then Sunday against Detroit. Detroit's a weird one because good, I feel like man. that game could either be like six five or like yeah. one nothing. Yeah, I feel like there's no in between. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say that's gonna be a high scoring one. I'm gonna say I'll say six three Rangers against Detroit. Okay. Sunday games too, I feel like are different. Also, I don't know why, but I'm gonna say all six right. three Rangers. I like so it. We, we have we have the same results pretty much on all three games. Okay. So. We'll see if we're right here, but do you want to go into the, the draft segment? Yeah. So uh, this week for our draft, we're going to do what is your favorite weekend hobby? Um, Johnny, I will rounds, let you right? take the, we'll do three rounds. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll let you take the overall first pick. Uh, that's probably a bad first overall pick, but I feel like it's the most common and that's just day drinking. <laughs> like, okay. okay. I love day drinking. I don't, I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to go better. with brunch brunch okay knows see i'm not a brunch, brunch guy at all yeah big brunch guy but that does yeah. count as day drinking i guess but it's, it's separate it absolutely counts as day drinking but uh yeah brunch is number two okay second round actually first i've been to i've been to under five brunches in my life i think that's the most insane thing i've ever heard you should be exiled to a country far far away um i'll get right. brunch with you one day okay if you want to get brunch. if you're if you, you like brunch be so, so lucky what i said if you like brunch so much i love brunch uh, the best food of the, the best food ever. My second pick, I'll go with. This is like very specific, but like, are we? I feel like we're only doing Saturdays, right? Like Friday, no, Sunday. No, no, no. I guess okay. My next I pick is going to be Sunday. Yeah, so mine's mine's still Saturday, and that's like waking up and like playing pickleball or like basketball, like mm, something in the morning on Saturday, one. like roller hockey. Like I love starting yeah. my Saturday with something active, and that's not necessarily yeah, a workout, same. just like a fun sport. Okay. Yeah. I, for me, it's, it's, I, I do this like crazy Tabata hit class Saturdays. That's like my f- favorite thing every it's Saturday, awesome. but yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Sunday football. Mm-hmm. That's very good. A great you know, yeah. Absolutely classic. Um, all right. Last round. What are you going with on, uh, you know, I am favorite weekend hobby. What do I do on weekends? It's so different too, like uh, seasons and stuff. Like I'm trying to think of everything. Um, yeah. I also do like that that build up on Friday night. You know, like when you're when you're really just kind. Of, I don't know if that's a hobby, but like whatever routine you do before you go out for a big night, okay. I kind of like that. You know, like I love like going to pick up booze, showering, like just like pre gaming, like all all that stuff. I don't know. I mean. I don't know if that's a good answer. I'm trying to think of something else. It's like it's not, but it's okay. It's not a good answer. Well, I mean, like, I don't want to say like, like a Sunday night like meal. Like those are always fun too. Like just ending the weekend with like a fun dinner. Nice. You know? Nice. Yeah. Like I love I love to go out for Chinese food on Sunday nights. Like I just think that's like mm-hmm. the best Sunday night food. But I don't know. I that's a, that's a really tough one. What do you have? You want me to, you want me to choose for you? Sunday scaries. Yeah, I feel like I could build off you. That's your favorite? No, I said that was yours. Oh, pretty, um, pretty much. I had really bad Sunday Honestly, night. for my last pick, I'm going to go lazy weekend. Just chill on the couch. Like, not, not, because I, I feel like a lot of times when I have plans, you lose your, you lose your weekend. Like, you lose yeah. yourself in your weekend. And then, you know, before I know it, like in the summer, every single weekend I'm doing something and you get exhausted. Mm. There's no time to like, kick it like this coming up weekend. I mean, last weekend I was out every night, but like this upcoming weekend, I have zero plans and I'm so excited. Just lazy Sunday, you know, watch TV, watch movies, ordering food. Um, you know, I'll still do my classes and go to the gym and whatever. But like outside of that, I mean, just, just kick it, you know? Well, we should say too, this Sunday is the New York city marathon as well. Mm-hmm. I know we both have people running, so that's going to be, yeah. that's honestly, that's probably the best day in New York city. Like Everyone is just in the best mood. Like the spirit's incredible yeah. throughout the city. I have a couple of friends yeah. running, so I'll give a yeah. My brother, shout out to Henry Tell, Ali Glick, they're running. I'm sure I have Mikey Snellwin. Yeah, but like, dude, I I could never run the marathon. I feel like you probably could. I could never do that. Um, you know, I could probably run a half if I train. I mean, if I train, sure, I could do it. But like, I don't really have interest to personally. I hate running. I'm a big like yeah. cycling person. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of like spin and, and, you know, biking, but I don't like running. I just get really, really bored if I'm being honest. I hate it. I um, hate running. it's also tough. It is tough, but it's a great workout. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't really have anything else. No, um, me either. I think, uh, you know, obviously we haven't had a guest on here in a while. We just, we've both been so busy and we're trying, yeah. we're, we're trying to get some guests on coming here soon. And, yeah. um, you know, I know we talked about it last week and stuff, but we do have some people that we are in contact with. We're just trying to lock it in because yeah. our schedules have been pretty crazy as of late. Yeah, but, they've been they've been tough, and it's just been you know easier for us to record on Sundays. Um, we also love and, each other and Mondays, and yeah, we love each other. You know, sometimes yeah. it's just good to catch up and see Johnny's dumb smile and his you know big <laughs> apple. Uh, but um, no, it's uh, yeah, we we got some good people lined up, and uh, we're just figuring out dates like that's that's what it comes down to figuring out dates uh we will have some fun things uh planned and you know like i said i'll be at the game tomorrow so feel free to uh come come on and say hi as always we love you guys and thanks for listening we'll talk to you next week lfgr baby Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.